Welcome to the Blessed Journey. My name is Adam Barillet. Join me as we venture back down the path into nature to discover her magic. Let's learn from the animals, heal with the plants, and feel the crystals. When the moon becomes full, let us gaze up to the stars and find our answers in the darkness. There are so many secrets that Mother Nature has for us. Let's go and find them together. Welcome to the Blessed Journey, welcome to a brand new month, and welcome to a brand new season. If you're in the Northern Hemisphere, you're getting into fall or autumn, and us down here in the Southern Hemisphere, I know I'm excited. It's been very cold throughout winter, and we're starting to see some of the beautiful natural wildflowers starting to sprout, and spring is just around the corner. It's officially spring, but seasonally, spring is definitely on its way, and we can see that as the days get a little bit longer and warmer. This also means, with the commencement of a new month, we're going to dive in and look at what's going to be happening up in the heavens, as well as how Mother Earth is going to support you, or what gifts from Mother Earth you can actually use to lean into Mother Nature's magic to make sure that you thrive during this month. So without further ado, let's dive in and explore what we can expect for September 2022. Starting off with the 10th. Now, this day is going to be quite a potent day because we have both a full moon and Mercury turning retrograde in the same day. Let's let's unpack these one by one, starting off with the full moon. Now, this full moon is in Pisces. Now, if you look at the signs of the zodiac in the wheel, it starts with Aries and it ends with Pisces. Pisces represents the final evolutions of life, the final years of our life, final evolution of us as a soul and thus it also honors and is governed by spirituality so the full moon in pisces is a great time to check in with your spirituality so this is a really ideal time to slow down to do less because how we become more present to our spiritual aspects or remember our spiritual aspects or what's important to us spiritually is not by doing more. It's about not about getting all your chakras balanced and talking to all your guides and doing your oracle card reading and all these different things. It's about just stopping. Some of my most profound spiritual experiences have been when I've done very little. When I was younger, learning about crystals, laying on a couch, listening to music with a couple of crystals in my hands or laid in my body would unveil things that I'm still teaching today. And so this is a great time to really look if on this coming weekend of the 10th and the 11th of September, can you slow down? Can you make some time for yourself? Remember that the full moon is a time when we have the masculine sun on one side of the earth and in perfect harmony on the other, we have the feminine moon. We have the masculine and feminine in balance when they're both in harmony, when they're in alignment, that is when creation happens. It's when we make babies, it's when we make magic in all different ways. So what magic would you like to manifest to do with your spirituality? One really great thing to start off with is connecting with your spiritual team. This is a term I've spoken about in previous episodes. Your spiritual team are your angels, your guides, your guardian angel, your ancestors. Anyone who you feel from the spiritual realms is here to support you, either for this temporary time or throughout your whole life. 
Now remember, the key thing to do, and maybe this would be a really great practice as you listen to this podcast, is just state out loud or in your mind, I give permission to my spiritual team, my guides and my angels, to help me however they feel fit. Because it is a 101 spiritual law that you should never interfere in another soul's journey unless invited. And many of us have guides and angels around us that want help, but we haven't given them permission. We haven't asked for help. We haven't started that dialogue. And so that would be a really nice thing to start off with. Following on from there, we want to think about what do I want to achieve spiritually in my life? Now, that could be a whole range of things, whether it be making more time for your spirituality. It could be slowing down a little bit more. It could be focusing on a spiritual aspect and learning a little bit more about it, whatever that may be. This is your time to ask the universe or to communicate with the universe. This is what you and I, universe and me, are going to work on together. Let's do it. And then you and the universe will both start to shift to make that vision your future, to bring that into manifestation. This can be a really nice time to, because Pisces is a water sign, to make moon water. So ideally what we want to do with moon water is we want to get a silver bowl. If you don't have a silver bowl, anything will do. Put some pure water, natural water, ideally rainwater or stream water, ocean water, anything that's come straight from nature in that bowl. And sit it outside as the full moon rises and just angle it so it's catching that moon's reflection in the water. So those moon rays are almost shining into the water and blessing it. You may need to rotate the bowl a few times throughout the night while you're awake. And it just allows much lunar energy to be imbued in that water and leave it outside overnight. In the morning, you can then send your intention into that of what you've decided for that full moon. And then you can pop it in a diffuser with some essential oils. You can make it into a body mist. You can shower yourself in it. Use that in some different magical way with that intention and using that watery ability. The other things I suggest you lean into this time, lean into jasmine essential oil. Jasmine is obviously a white flower. It has both yin and yang energy within it. So it has that full moon energy. It's actually my favorite oil out of all essential oils to use on the full moon because it has that yin and yang and the white flowers connected to the moon. Not only that, but jasmine actually blossoms at night. These little star-shaped petals open up and mirror what's happening in the heavens above. So jasmine helps us to bring down the cosmic, magical, galactic energy of the heavens and bring it into our life to birth magic in our lives as well. So it's a really beautiful one. I love to wear it during the day. I love to diffuse it at night. It helps me to slow down and really acknowledge the magic that the full moon opportunity brings to me. The crystal that I'm recommending that you lean into on this full moon is howlite. Howlite's a quite a simple crystal. You can buy it really inexpensively, but it promotes peace. It's great to carry around the day. It really helps you just feel a bit more calm and serene. It's great with pets, it stops cats that screech and dogs that bark all the time. And at night, get a little tumbled stone and slip it in your pillow. And I find whenever I do that, I have more vivid dreams, more guiding dreams. It's really beautiful in that way as well. One note I do want to give you on Howlite, it's a white crystal with this black veining throughout it. Now, if you go to a crystal store, if you like to shop online and you find anything like blue Howlite, purple Howlite, green Howlite, that is white halite that's had artificial dye injected into it. And my opinion on that is 
I don't like it at all. Yeah, it it feels toxic. Um, it, it really impinges on the energy and I don't like it at all. So I would say if you're wanting to make magic happen, you want to get as clear and as natural as possible. So definitely go for that white highlight. It's a beautiful one. So that's your full moon. But then we have Mercury turning retrograde. Now by now, I hope you've listened to a few episodes and you know that retrogrades are a time when a planet takes away its energy, leaves you on your own to learn some lessons. Mercury retrogrades obviously happen three or four times a year. We're getting four in this year of 2022. This is our third one. And each one will have a slightly different flavor. This is dictated by, just like the moon will be in one of the signs of the zodiac, all the planets are throughout the time. And this Mercury will start in Libra, and then it will go backwards into Virgo before going direct or going the right way again. So what can we expect? So from the 10th to the 24th of September, Mercury retrograde will be in Libra. Now remember that Mercury is to do with the mind, the logical mind. That's one of its aspects. So when it goes away, what tends to happen is that we, our, our logical mind, which is not quite on point, we're a little bit foggy in one way or another. Combine that with the Libran energy. Now, if you know a Libran, and if you're a Libran, I know Librans aren't the best at making decisions. Why? Because they're such kind-hearted souls that they're trying to make sure that everyone's happy and trying to please everyone is really hard. So when it comes to thinking for themselves or making that decision, that can be a problem. So what you're going to find during the first 14 days of this Mercury retrograde is indecision is going to rain. It's going to be very hard to make clear decisions. And because Libra is about finding that equality, you may find that there may be diplomacy challenges. Keeping everyone happy may be a little bit hard for a couple of weeks. Lots of people might be disappointed. What you really need to do here is lean into your heart and listen to that. And what's going to be, you know, because the head won't be working so well because of Mercury's lack of support, the heart will guide you. So really lean into that. And I'll give you an oil to help you with that in a second. The other thing I just want to be mindful of is remember that although we're talking about Mercury, the Libra energy has a connection because Libra is ruled by Venus. So Venus is to do with beauty and style. This is not a good time to make any major purchases or do any style changes or do any makeovers. Don't go buying a brand new bedspread or new furniture or that between the 10th and the 24th of September. People that do that often find that they regret it afterwards in that type of way. So just relax, nurture yourself and listen to your heart. To help you with this, as I said, I'll give you an essential oil, geranium. Geranium is an oil of the heart chakra so it helps you drop into your heart, listen to your heart when you're feeling indecisive, but it's also one of equality, of fairness, of making sure that it's equal give and take. So it's a really nice one. I love geranium. Add a drop to your skincare, anoint a bit over your heart, pop it in your diffuser, pop it on your soles of your feet at night. Uh, doTERRA's geranium you can actually ingest. I don't like the flavor of it by itself, but if you do, make a chocolate with it or pop a drop in water. Get it in you, on you, around you. And that's going to really, energetically, not only will you get the physical benefits of beautiful skin and support for some of your digestive organs, but energetically you're going to help with that fairness and listening to your heart a little bit more. To help you be a bit more decisive, blue sapphires are really great as well. Blue sapphires are obviously that dark blue. They're, they're that indigo color, so they work with the third eye chakra. The third eye chakra brings in the wisdom 
and the intuition and the intellect and it helps them all work together to know what to do. So if you are feeling really indecisive, wearing or carrying a blue sapphire would be really great. So around the 10th, around this coming weekend, what we want to do is we might want to have our highlight and our jasmine around the Saturday, but there's a Mercury retrograde impact start to feel when you're feeling a bit indecisive or not sure or people aren't happy. How do we keep everyone pleased? I need to make a decision. That's when you maybe want to lean into your blue sapphire and switch over to your geranium because the full moon's energy is normally from the 9th in this, it goes for three days. So 9th, 10th and 11th of September it will be. Mercury's influence will continue from the 10th all the way through to the 24th. Now around the 24th until the 2nd of October, we're going to switch into Mercury being in Virgo. Virgo is the healer. They're ruled by Mercury, which is quite interesting as well. So it can be quite a confusing time because we've got none of that energy around. You're going to find productivity delays are going to definitely happen. Getting things perfect is going to be a struggle. Things will just not go to plan between the 24th and the 2nd. So what you need to do here is you need to be aware of this. Slow things down. One of the things that often happens during a Mercury retrograde is important details get missed. So don't rush anything at this time. Really make sure that you remain detail-orientated and you've got to watch your crankiness, especially with co-workers and people that you work with. Don't worry about what they're doing. Focus on what you're doing and either let them mirror and show you what you need to focus on more or you just pay attention to your work and make sure you're dotting all your I's and crossing all your T's. Really, really important. For you, I'd lean into, during this Virgo, Mercury and retrograde and Virgo time, lean into leopard skin jasper. I love the jaspers. So there's some really, really beautiful ones. And leopard skin jasper, well, this is absolutely stunning because it brings this beautiful patience. Leopards, you know, they're prowling animals. They're very powerful animals, but they have to be patient. And so jaspers already have a soothing, grounding, nurturing energy to them. And the leopard skin aspect and the leopard energy that comes in, power through patience. So it really helps us to slow down. Stops with agitation. Really good for the skin as well, actually, leopard skin jasper. Essential oil-wise, magnolia is going to be beautiful. Magnolia has something in it called linalool. Now, linalool is what makes lavender relaxing. It's about 35% linalool in lavender, 70% in magnolia. A lot more. Double. So a very calming one. It helps to keep you nice and calm. It also reminds you that there is no need to rush. Magnolia is an ancient species of tree. The magnolia trees have been around since before bees. They used to rely on beetles to pollinate them. So it has this real grandmotherly energy. So when you're trying to rush things, it's like, there's no rush. We're not going anywhere. Time keeps going. So keep sticking with it. And so it's really beautiful in that way to bring in that patience. So if you're feeling a bit rushed or getting agitated or cranky with other people, getting too finicky, then really lean into the magnolia. Magnolia is beautiful on the skin as well. You know, doTERRA sells it in this beautiful roller and you can roll it and wear that. So you may even want to anoint that along your wrists, up over your heart to just make sure that you go through the day with a bit more grace. Virgo aims for balance and harmony. Really lean into that and go, how can I remain balanced and not get off kilter during the second half of the Mercury retrograde? So that's going to be pretty epic around the 10th. So be prepared and ready for that with 
your howlite and your jasmine and your blue sapphires and your geranium and then get ready around the 24th to lean in to your leopard skin jasper and your magnolia. Now, on the 16th of September, we now have a minor retrograde happening as well. And I just want to point this out so that you're aware of this. So in our solar system, we have the planets and then we have a few other things floating around, quite a many few things as well. When we're looking, when I'm looking at how much a retrograde or the movement of an astrological body will impact us, I'm looking on two things. I'm looking at size and I'm looking at proximity to the Earth. So for example, the moon is the closest astrological body to us. Its action has a big impact on us. And that's why we feel full moons and why we pay a big lot of attention to the full moons for exactly that reason. And then we look at size. So we look at the sun, massive, powerful, and it has a big influence on our zodiac and throughout the year and our star sign and our personality and all these different type of things. Now, when you look at, you know, we've got uh, Mercury, Venus, and Mars very close to us. Jupiter is quite large and quite close to us as well. And as we go further out, those planets don't have as much of a pull on us, but still because of their size, they do. Between Mars and Jupiter is what's known as the asteroid belt. And you have a whole bunch of different rocky kind of um, formations. They're not large like planets. They, you know, maybe only be like 300 kilometers across, but they're still quite close. They're, cl they're between Mars and Jupiter, so closer than Jupiter. And this is where all these asteroids and dwarf planets that you sometimes hear me talking about, this is where they're found. One of them, which is going into retrograde on the 16th of September, is Artemis. Now, Artemis, who was called Diana by the Romans, was one of the daughters of the god Zeus, or Jupiter. Now, as she was growing up, she was watching all the mortals and all the gods having these trials and tribulations when it comes to love. And eventually she decided, this is just a waste of time. And she said, Daddy, one day she sat on his lap, what is it, dear? Will you grant me a wish? Of course I will. Little darling, you know I love you. You can have anything you want. Okay. I don't ever want to have a husband. What? What do you mean? Said Zeus. I've seen what happens and I don't want one. Okay. Very well. If that's your desire, then that shall be. So Artemis decided not to take a lover or a partner and decided to leave Olympus and go and live in the woods where she hung out with her female nymph friends. I kind of think of Taylor Swift and her kind of crew. Um, and she became the goddess of the wilderness and of nature and of the moon and funnily enough of childbirth um, and of the hunt. So hunters would pray to Artemis that she would gift one of her animals when they went hunting so that they could eat throughout the winter. So Artemis was renowned for very much being this independent of dancing to the beat of her own drum. Artemis these days would be one of those people that, you know, maybe you're in, if you're in your middle ages and you're not in a relationship right now, people are like, oh, you're still single. Well, are you going to get married one day? Are you going to, you know, when all those shoulds from society surround you, whether it be with love or anything else, that's when you want to lean into Artemis because Artemis dances to the beat of her own drum. So her asteroid goes retrograde on the 16th of September. So this is where we start to feel the pressures from outside society of what we should be doing. 
and the pressures to conform or be like other people. And that will cause within you, you to kind of feel this festering or this bubbling inside, this kind of unsettledness of how can I be a bit more authentic to myself and true to myself rather than trying to please other people? Where am I trying to please other people? You know, I, I think I've mentioned this in a previous episode, but I look at even my own siblings that have sometimes felt the pressure to have children or to get married because their mates are. Not because they want to, but because their mates are. And so you'll find this kind of play of like, where am I doing things because society expects me rather than being my own independent soul? Sit with this as this kind of bubbles up around the 16th. Now, because the asteroids are only small in size, it may not be as potent as a full moon or a Mercury retrograde. But if you can write in your diary, or if you happen to have my calendar that I release each year, then just scribble something on the 16th about dancing to the beat of your own drum. And if you find that you do need support with that, this is where we'd lean into Labradorite. So Labradorite is this beautiful dark crystal. But when you flash it or move it, you get these beautiful rainbow flashes across it. Labradorite is very much associated with Artemis and this kind of the full energy, the tarot card, following your own heart, doing what you need to do, and protecting you from the naysayers and the doubters that say, you shouldn't be doing that. It's interesting that many people, when they start their journey into spirituality in the new age, are often drawn to Labradorite. Because when we get interested in these things, we suddenly become the weirdo, the black sheep, and people maybe mock us a little bit. And Labradorite protects us from those and makes sure that we continue along our path and listen to ourselves. Now you can combine Labradorite with an amazing essential oil known as Divana. Now Divana's Latin name is Artesmia palins. And in fact, there is many different plants that are in the Artesmia family, such as you've got wormwood, and mugwort, and tarragon. Now, some of these essential oils can be toxic, so you don't go buying them all. Just work with Divana, it's stunning. But these all really tune in to that energy and that vibration of Artemis. Let me explain a little bit more about how Divana does this. So Divana has this unique quality about it. That let's just say you and I and a few friends are all sitting around in a circle. And we get some Divana and we apply it to our wrist. And we allow it to kind of settle and mature for a few minutes. And then we take a smell. On me, it might smell kind of floral. Whereas on others, it can smell green. And others again, kind of woody. And others kind of earthy. It dances with our chemistry and brings out a unique aroma. And although we have the exact same essential oil on, we all have this different aroma. So what happens is Divana helps us connect with our own unique magic to realize our individuality. But also what it does is it helps us to understand that everyone's different and to make sure that we don't go around being a shoulda either, telling other people what they should be doing and to embrace people for who they are in their authentic self. So Divana is beautiful to work with on that emotional level. It's another great one. It actually acts quite like a floral oil. So doTERRA sells it in a roller. It's a limited time oil, so sometimes it's available, sometimes not, depending on where you are. But cleanse your face, roll it over your face, turn a moisturizer on the top, beautiful. But you can also wear it as that fragrance as well, especially around that time of the 16th of September. 
if you are feeling those shoulds and those conformity issues rising up in that time. Also really good for being connected with nature and a bit with the moon as well, with that Artemis energy. If you want, you can dive in a little bit more and I'm running an astrology course at the moment. You can come, you can book in for the replays if you want to catch them. Um, or if you're quick, I've got my last lesson on um, this Wednesday. Um, so you can book in for that and get to do one live lesson with us. What we actually do is we look at, okay, so when this asteroid and many other asteroids, what sign are they in when you were born and what does that mean? And we're going to dive into that, which is quite fun as well. So that's kind of takes us up to the 16th. We've got a bit of a cruise until the 10th, and then it all starts happening on the 10th, and then up to the 16th, we've got Adam's retrograde. We're going to take a short break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to look at what's happening in the second half of September. You're listening to The Blessed Journey with Adam Barillet. You're listening to The Blessed Journey with Adam Barillet. We're looking at our September astrological forecast, what you can expect, and which oils and crystals you should be grabbing for. We've already explored the full moon in Pisces and Mercury turning retrograde on the 10th, as well as Artemis retrograde, the asteroid, happening on the 16th. Now we're going to dive into what's going to be happening on the 22nd of September. It's another retrograde. It's another asteroid. In that asteroid belt we were talking about before, what's the asteroid? What energy does it have? Pan, one of my favorite Greek gods. So Pan was a satyr, spelt S-A-T-Y-R. These were beings that had the hind legs of a goat or a horse and big ears of the goat or the horse as well, little horns, and then kind of the body and head of a man. They were renowned for being quite rambunctious, quite raunchy, quite sexual, quite... They loved to party. Basically, they were wild. They had an amazing rebellious time. And so where Pan kind of influences us is where we like to run wild, where we feel free, where we like to let loose and let off steam. The other interesting thing about Pan is that of all the great Greek gods, he was the only one who never had a temple built for him. Why? Was it because he wasn't as important? No. It's because those that honoured Pan knew that his temples were the great trees and the caves and the grottos and all these magical places we find out in the wilderness. So when Pan goes retrograde, his wild and uninhibited energy goes away. And we start to feel a little bit more constricted. There's a lot of, if you look at what we're talking about with Artemis as well, and these pressures of to conform and do what we should do and not running wild, well, Pan retrograde is very much about that as well. You'll start to see where you feel caged in or bored, and there will be this urge to want to be a little bit more free. And this is exactly what we want to lean into. This, you know, with Pan having this sexual energy, you may feel inhibitions come into the bedroom or realize where there's something that you want to try out that you want to do so when remember when anything goes retrograde whatever it governs that will bubble up inside you and you'll start to realize where it's not quite right you may find that circumstances will kind of arise where someone will maybe invite you to do something that feels a little bit risque and you might start feeling that oh okay that's something i want to do but there's this inhibition and normally it's not always about life inhibiting ourselves but how we inhibit ourselves as well you might even feel a little bit squeamish about bodily functions and frigid when it comes to pleasure about your body as well but remember that pan wants you to enjoy the sensual pleasures of your body 
And now is that ideal time to start peeling away the layers of cultural conditioning, to throw off the chains of that societal expectations and be authentic, honest, and really run with the wolves as the urge calls you. Now remember when a planet or an asteroid is in retrograde, it's normally about not doing that straight away. It's about kind of contemplating and toying with that. And then as it goes direct again, then you start to step out. So you're going to start to feel that real um, where you're inhibited, where you're not wild, where you're not being natural and authentic to yourself. So really toy around with that. Now to bring in that kind of wild energy, if you feel you need a bit of a support with that, zincite. Now zincite is a really interesting crystal. It normally doesn't occur too often naturally, but it does occur naturally in a man-made environment. It's often found in the zinc smelter chimneys in Poland where they smelter zinc. It's basically a zinc oxide and if you crack open the chimneys you get these beautiful crystalline structures that are grown within the chimney of zincite of oranges and yellows and greens and this is where most of it came from. So I still feel that this is a warranted crystal it's not a man-made one it's kind of just a it's a process of man-made doing that brings a natural crystal formation as a byproduct but I have found I still remember my first experience with zincite was with a friend and she was given a bit of zincite. She's like, oh, I really want to go home and see my partner. This is kind of firing something up down there. So I've always been really impressed by how much of a fiery kind of um, rebellious sexual kind of energy it can awaken within us. So especially the orange one can be really great. But that green can really help to open up a wild heart or to be courageous if it's yellow zincite. So Run with that, dive with that. It's a really great one. Can be a little bit harder to find, but if you've got it in your collection, definitely go with that. The essential oil that I've chosen to lean into during pan retrograde is one called Summer Savory. Now, it's not a blend, it's actually a herb. It's used quite a bit in different European cooking. There is Winter Savory as well, um, which I think Winter Savory is also called Mountain Savory, if my memory serves me correctly. But Summer Savory is this beautiful herb and why have I chosen this one? Well, because it is said that summer savory grows in the grottos where the satyrs like to hang out. So it has this straight away, this direct correlation to Pan and the satyrs. So it's a really great sacral chakra one and it helps us to get rid of those inhibitions, to break them away, to lean into who we are on a cellular level and to express that rather than be kind of stuck in those cultural or societal expectations. So, zincite, carry it around, pop it in your pocket, wear it as jewellery. Summer savoury, really great to cook with if you've got a really high grade essential oil, which is safe to ingest. Uh, you can pop it in a veggie cap or you can rub it on your feet. Bit of a hot oil, be careful if you're putting it topically on you, you need to really heavily dilute it. But great for, I find really great for helping immune support as well. So, there's zincite and summer savoury for your 22nd of September when Pan goes retrograde. Now, the following day, we have a celebration, depending on where you are in the world, it will vary. So let's first of all talk about if you're in the Southern Hemisphere. If you're in the Southern Hemisphere, it will be the spring equinox. So it's going to be Ostara. Now, Ostara is about that time when we get to an equinox. This is when we go from, in spring, from inaction and contemplation into action. We focus on the throat chakra. And if you want to learn all a whole lot about Ostara, jump over to my YouTube channel and watch the Ostara video. And there's lots of different things you can do. 
But here I've chosen to work with aqua aura quartz and eucalyptus, both with the throat chakra, both expressing ourselves and opening ourselves. And what we see out in nature is new things are being born. We're seeing the flowers all open. Nature is coming back to life. And this is a time when we come back to life as well. We start talking about ideas. We start interacting with people, making inquiries, listening to people, working out how do I get the things I've been dreaming of into action. Really, really powerful in that way. Now, on the other hand, if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, it is the autumn equinox, which is known as Mabon. And if we look around nature, one of the most familiar things of fall is we see the deciduous trees and their leaves are changing colour and falling to the ground. They're letting go of what no longer serves them. And this is a really big focus of Mabon because you're about to go from your time of action where you've done things, you've learned things, harvest what you've learned, harvest the benefits, share that harvest with others as well for the greater good, but also let go of what no longer serves you. The leaves don't need those, sorry, the trees don't need those leaves anymore, so they let them go. Why we want to do this, this is not just about having an autumn clean as opposed to a spring clean but and getting rid of things, but you also want to do this physically, but also emotionally and mentally as well. You're going to go into a time when you're less social, you're more contemplative, it's more spiritual, and you want to make sure that your mental space and your heart space is free from guilt or shame or unresolved issues. If you've got more time to think, we want to be thinking and dreaming up our next future and our next goals rather than contemplating regrets or something you need to make amends with. So basically it's about cleaning out your cave on all levels so that you can go in and hibernate there feeling really good about yourself. So this is a really great time. Clove is really great. It's kind of a traditional herb of this time or spice of this time. It works really well with the base chakra. So this is a really great time to focus on your base chakra and getting back to basics and what's really important to you. And it helps you to set really clear boundaries. This is what I want in my life. This is what I don't. This is what I'm going to let go of. This is what I'm going to keep. This is what I'm going to value. This is what I'm going to focus on. This is what I'm not going to let to hinder me anymore. Clove really helps with that. Also bring in red jasper. Not only is red jasper obviously a base chakra crystal, it has a fire energy because it has a connection to Mars, which is progressive, but also being a jasper, like our leopard skin jasper that we talked about before. Whenever you hear a jasper, think calming and steadiness. So it's about calming the fire and allowing that fire just to nurture you because you're going into the cave. It's not about setting things alight and making big transformations now. It's about winding down and settling down. So red jasper and clove will be really great for you around the 23rd of December if you're in the Northern Hemisphere. If you're in the Southern Hemisphere, lean for your eucalyptus and your aqua aura quartz. Now, our final thing that's happening this month will be our new moon. This is a new moon in Libra. Libra is the sign of relationships, especially romantic relationships, but all relationships. So here you want to contemplate what new relationships do I want to bring into my life? Perfect timing, three days after the festival of the equinox. So this is a great opportunity for those that have just gone through Mabon in the Northern Hemisphere and are thinking about what do I need to let go of? Think of, okay, which relationships do I not want to keep anymore? What can I let go of? And which ones do I really value and I want to focus more energy on them? Now, if you're in the Southern Hemisphere and you're looking at expanding and talking to new people, you're like, which new relationships am I going to call into my life? So 
Onyx is a great crystal. Onyx is associated with Aphrodite. It comes from the Latin word onyx, which means fingernail. It's associated to, with Aphrodite's fingernail, which fell off when Cupid kind of pricked it with an arrow. And we know that Aphrodite, she's all about magnetism. She attracts what she wants into her life. She attracts the love. She doesn't go chasing it. And so Onyx, being black and associated with Aphrodite, draws in the relationships that you desire and the life that you desire. Now, if you feel you need a bit of kind of balance in, in relationships, maybe if you are in the Northern Hemisphere, then Lavakite. Lavakite is a beautiful, sometimes known as Norwegian moonstone, kind of a grey stone, but it's got these flecks of rainbows in it. Really, really beautiful. And this really helps to harmonise and get rid of what doesn't serve you, reverse bad decisions, and invite new new relationships in as well. So a really good one if you're in the Northern Hemisphere. Lean into either of them. The essential oil of myrtle is really great. Myrtle is also associated with Libra. It's about life and death. It's got a Venus energy about it as well. So, and it's really good for the respiratory system. So a great one to pop a couple of drops in the shower. You can also add it to your skin. It's said to help make you more beautiful and alluring. So a really great one on an energetic level in that way. So that's what you can expect for the month of September. If you'd like to see some of these crystals, I have done a version of this on my YouTube channel as well. You can check out me holding up all the crystals and having a bit of a scope of them as well. But you'll also find in the show notes that we will have, um, I'll have a bit of a summary there as well of all the different crystals if you and the oils if you're wondering how to spell them. September, why I'm also excited is of course, this is doTERRA Christmas. There is their convention in just a couple of weeks time. I'll be traveling to the USA. If you're coming to convention, please come and say hello if you see me somewhere. Um, I'll try not to look too overwhelmed with so many people around. It'll be a while since I've been with such a large gathering, but really looking forward to it. Now, one of the things doTERRA does just before their convention is they release a bit of an outline of all the new products that they will be launching at their global convention. And I see four oil bottles and at least one touch. So that means I'm going to have some new oils to dive into, to get to know, and then to share with you and to share with the world, which is really exciting. So I'm looking forward to that in the coming weeks. Stay tuned. We'll have some podcasts. They may be a little bit shorter. I might need to pre-record a whole bunch and help them come out to keep you entertained while I'm away for three weeks. If you happen to be in Brisbane, I'll be at the Brisbane Mind Body Spirit Festival this coming weekend, the 9th, 10th and 11th of September. Come and say hello. And at one o'clock each day, I'm doing some intuitive readings with Essential Oil Cards, my Magic of the Essential Oils deck. As well as if you're interested elsewhere in the world, then, and you'd love a reading, you can book that in with me. Just look for the links below in the show notes. Until next week, look after yourself, look after each other, and look after Mother Earth and Mary Part. Thank you so much for joining me on the Blessed Journey today. I hope what we've explored has helped to ignite a light within you so that you may shine a little bit brighter out in the world. Feel free to subscribe so you get notified of future episodes and I love receiving your five-star reviews and reading your comments. Until the next episode, check me out on social media. Go to adambarillet.com. Find me under Adam Barillet at YouTube and Instagram as well as Crystal Connections with Adam Barillet on Facebook. I look forward to joining you again soon. Blessed be.